Hey there, everyone. This is me making you wait for this. Ha! Michael Thompson again. Brand new day in your life. This podcast is to encourage you to love God, to make something uh, with your life, to be honest. Jesus told you in, in John 15, I chose you to bear fruit that will last. You didn't pick me, I picked you. And when you do that, your joy will be complete. So this isn't the entertainment podcast. I hope you're not listening to this because, oh, I just want to be entertained and be fed. But rather, I want to be mobilized. I want to I wanna be sent out and I want to go and um, make a difference. So with that in mind, I want to talk to you today about love. You know, for many of us, um, it's so easy to just go to church and listen to stuff and be in Christian communities and stuff, but we just forget how basic what Jesus has called us is when he says to love our neighbor as ourselves. We don't need to be paralyzed. We don't need to have fear. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to say or even if I know what I should say. We start and end with love. And the controlling idea for this podcast, friend, is this. We must love people as true friends, independent of their apparent receptivity to God. It doesn't matter what we think they will or won't do with God. Our goal is to love them and to love them as we would want someone to love us. Today's story I want to share with you about some missionaries that were at a conference I was leading worship and it came time for this missionary report. When it was done, it was like there wasn't a dry eye in the place. And they shared the story about this awful conflict that was raging with ISIS in Iraq and Syria. So they went into right into the, the heat of the, the danger zone and there they were, they set up a triage and they were caring for a lot of civilians that were you know, caught in the crossfire and that were, uh, there were even Iraqi soldiers started coming in because they were getting overrun. And, the, and then they started realizing that ISIS fighters were coming in. And in that crazy, beautiful day, they all cared for each and every person, not because of who they represented, but because they were people. They were doctors that had a clear focus. So as people were coming in, though, this is the part that's so amazing, is they, they, there was so little time and there was so little supplies and there were so many people and they're in the middle of Iraq. And, and so what they would do is they would have to assess people and they would say, okay, this person has life-threatening uh, wound and so we have to wait an hour or two at max and then we can give them a surgery or do something and then there are other people we must do something right now if we don't do something then they will die so they're ready right now and then they had another tag for people where they assessed them and they quietly realized there's nothing that we can do for this person and they would also tag them and they would care for them. The most moving, as you might imagine, was hearing how they refused to let anyone die alone, regardless of what their beliefs were, regardless of whether they could even speak the language. But they love people to the end. Can we love people like that around us, regardless of their receptivity or what we think is possible? 
Now certainly God can save people and do the impossible, but whether he did or not, they deserve our compassion and our love. So how can we do this? How can we continue to move out past our own lives and past listening to messages and going and hanging out with Christians and just doing the merry-go-round and never really getting out um, into reaching and loving people around us. Well, let me give you five practicals really quick. Then I have a super prize I want to give you. I want to give you this prize. I'll tell you in advance. It's this prize and it's a song from my good friend, Frank, who I've talked about in the past. But it's the song is This Little Light of Mine, but there's this one part is hilarious. It's just one of my favorite parts of all time. And it's he starts off and he goes, I think I see my neighbor coming. And, and the piano's like, oh, you know. And then the, the organ goes, you know, and it's like, uh, and I'm kind of musically mocking the way that we can, you know, look at people like, oh, no, you know, there might be someone that's not a Christian that's that's coming and, oh, charge, you know, let's go after them and let's go, you know. And, and so, so anyway, I hope you enjoy the song at the end of the podcast, but that's not how we need to see people. Um, we just need to love them. And these are five ways how. Number one, uh, I love to remember people's dates, the calendar. Remember on your calendar, when is their birthday? It's Christmas time. Write the card at birthday. Write the card at the Christmas time. And write down, most importantly, my favorite, any important, huge memory days. Do you know when they lost that loved one? Could you find out? And then when that day comes, be the one person that reaches out to them and says, I remember your loss. Handwritten note, you know, maybe a flower with it. And you just say, I am thinking and praying for you and your comfort all day today. That's love. Number two, maybe you could just give. Give them flowers in the spring and in December, go sing. We do that in December. We go to our friends in the, in the cult sack and we just sing, belt out crazy songs. But most importantly, we're just, we're just there for a few minutes to be with them and say Merry Christmas. And it's a good memory. And, um, of course, you can give people things like cookies and food. You know, make make two batches of cookie and give them to your neighbors. So easy. So easy. We started doing that with our friends next door, and then they started giving us stuff. And then I started complaining to them because they weren't giving me, you know, they, they'd give us these pretzels that were, like, super awesome. Like, hey, man, it's been a while. When are the pretzels coming? You know, but another another way to number three is to pray for people quietly. I love quietly. Not, hey, dude, I'm praying for you. Not, not just, just quietly walking past their house and thinking about their situation or um, whatever it is in their lives. And just asking God to bless them and to make himself known in beautiful ways to them. Maybe sometimes it is good to just kind of get to know what's going on in their lives and just say, you know, I'm going to want to pray for you because you do come to mind. I really am rooting for you. And I'd love to know how I could pray for you. Another sleeper, number four, is to teach. Now, we might think, oh, I have to teach from the Roman Romans. You know, for all of sin and can fall short of the glory of the God, and God demonstrated his own love for us, and that we are sinners. And no, it could be something as simple as saying, you know what? There's a great movie that I've been watching called I Can Only Imagine. Two days ago, our, our neighbor friend 
was over and uh, six feet apart. We, we were compliant. We were six feet apart. We were talking and she's like, I'm so down. Everything's so dark in the news and the media. And, and Rachel, my wife, she says, oh, no, no, no. Like there, there's some really good stuff that we've been watching, you know, and, and uh, really uplifting. And, and we, we could share some of those. And, and we just sent her a list after we got done talking. She said, oh, yeah, please send them. In fact, she asked us, would you send us a list? And so we did. And 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 those are movies that that speak and teach and are very powerful. People can cry on their own as they watch and can contemplate, um, you know, some of these amazing movies that we finally have that are actually tremendous. Of course, we can always teach people stories and even God's word. It's just all as he leads. And I'm not proposing by any stretch that we should just kind of be friends and never get to the point. We have to love people as we would want to be loved And that means that we have to be able to, uh, by God's guidance and in the moments that he leads, to be able to share with them and teach them, uh, hey, this is a story that reminds me of you. You know, you're not the only one that lost a loved one. One time, some of Jesus' best friends were crying, and he even cried because of a guy named Lazarus, you know. And so we can tell stories and share stories. And additionally, the last one, number five, is is just flat out to share. Share your lives with them. You know, in 1 Peter 3.15, it's powerful. It says, In your hearts, revere Christ as Lord and always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you and to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. What's really powerful about this passage is if you look closely, what you'll see is that the people asked you. In other words, there was a relationship. You didn't just rush ahead. People didn't just rush ahead and, oh, I met him and boom. But in this example, it gives an example of how people came to know you and said, what is it about you? What is this hope that you have? And then you can answer with gentleness and respect. I love that, 1 Peter 3.15. The other example of sharing is to ask people about their stories. Tell me your story. Tell me your childhood. Where did you grow? What's going on? Remember, the purpose of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight will draw them out. That's what it says in Proverbs 25. So learn to to listen and to ask awesome questions and to be genuinely interested in people in such a way that eventually uh, they realize that, you know what, this person actually understands me and cares about me. You'll have your turn, but seek first to listen and to understand before you just have to blurt out your thing all the time. It'll make life and your friendships more genuine and real. So, Lord, I pray that you would help us to love people in real genuine ways, regardless of what our understanding is, whether we think that they're people that could have a a quick fix or whether they're people that could maybe in time or even people that we just feel like are totally unreachable. Lord, I thank you that you are the one that draws people, not us. And you just call us to let our light shine uh, and help us to love people simply and authentically and lead us uh, to be Jesus to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope that you've been blessed and encouraged 
take action, you know, not to love with words, but in action and truth. And we just have got to get out of this listening and to messages and not taking action. The world is in need. People just need love around us. It rains a lot in Chicago, and oftentimes I like to go over to the dam by our house and just watch the water just rush. And it's all a result of small little droplets, which are like people's actions. And I'm just praying that those actions will result in a river that flows through and gives life to the land. And uh, So may God truly use everyday ordinary people and everyday ordinary actions to add up to bring life where there is no life. God bless you all. We'll see you next week. Let me tell you this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Let it shine To show my Everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Lord knows that everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine to show my. I see my neighbor coming, here he comes, I'm gonna let it shine, I think I see my neighbor coming, I better let it, I better let it shine, when I see my neighbor coming, Lord here he comes, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. 